Hello, friends. Welcome to That's Pretty Woo. Conversations about life, beauty, and magic. Because talking it out makes us all more connected. We're your hosts, Jordan Medina and Kayleen Seuss, two friends navigating the balance between making time for our work and passions while trying to be present in everyday life as mothers, partners, and citizens of the universe. Okay, let's chat. Jordan, today we're getting woo-woo with our crystal life. You've known about crystals for a long time. So do you want to start us off by talking a bit about why you think they've become such a thing recently? Now woo is, I feel like, so much more a part of the common vernacular. Like I definitely have heard it so much more. And I think even more people who I know who were never interested in crystals before have kind of become interested. But I mean, you have to think they're also being sold at like Urban Outfitters and Anthropology. And so... I mean, part of it is they're like sparkly and gorgeous. And like, I think (laughs) most of us had like a rock collection as a kid, wouldn't you say? Yes. And so, you know, there's always like this fascination of like, this comes from the earth and it's natural, but like, it's so beautiful. And there's like so many colors and what does it mean? And, you know, I even think back to when we were like, I don't know if you wore these, they were from Express. I'm pretty sure that's where really sold them at the time. And they were like the beads that have like the oh, meaning. Yeah. And they sell they them like, now. They were sort of like mala bracelets. Mala, they were mala bracelets. Yeah. They were. And we, you would that's go. That's probably and you cultural would, They were called like spirit bracelets yeah. is I think what they called them. <laughs> and they had like a card that came with them. And these were like, when I was in maybe like sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade these everybody had them you were shopping at express we would shop we had like no stores it was like your one little mall in your town and only for like jewelry I don't think I could fit I couldn't have fit into their like clothes there's no way but we would I had older older siblings so it's like but it's like you would gift them to your friends and it's like mine was green and hers is rose quartz because she needs love and I need this and (laughs) they had these little meanings which I think we all love like a prescription like a meaning for something yeah and love to assign meaning and like the the symbolism like if yes. you want to bring in more love than like wearing things that have that, you know, it, like it helps bring that energy out of you and makes you feel good. Yeah. And so I think we're also in this like huge, I mean, fashion wise and the culture and like every, it's like the nineties is in, you know, we yeah. always are about 20 years, like whatever was 20 years ago is like currently what people are into. That tends to be the case. Like isn't the nineties or 30 years ago though. Is it 30 years? Yeah, that's right. 30 years ago. <laughs> late ni- We're in like the late 90s, early 2000s. I called it like okay. there was like the mid 90s alternative, which was yes. what was popular about like eight years ago okay. when I was wearing like combat boots. And yeah, now we're in what I, I call see. the late 90s stripper because literally we were wearing like nothing but butterfly bras and body glitter to our dances in like high <laughs> middle school. And I'm trying to understand why. So late 90s stripper is sort of like the aesthetic of the day. But I think like <laughs> in that same vein, there was also in the 90s, there was also this like huge culture for the 70s. And in the 70s, this stuff was also like widely popular, you know, like late 60s, early 70s, I think like the crystals and the yeah and 70s are also popular right now like there's all the jumpsuits and the wide legs and the bell bottom like that's all part of what's in style right now too so I think in terms of trends Uh that stuff's just cyclical and then Mm -hmm. I think in terms of crystals like it's nice to have that meaning but it's also like just a beautiful aesthetic and a nice thing to have around I think people are much more into like nature and earth and the environment these days and and everything's been so simple for so like for so long lately like everything's been like super white with so one plant minimal. and a crystal yeah. and so it's just kind of what the 
the vibe has yeah. been. Yeah. But when you, so when you worked at Urban Outfitters mm. a million years ago, did they sell crystals no, then? No, okay. okay. They didn't. I mean, they sold, I feel like maybe they had like a book about crystal. I feel like they would have had something like that, yeah. but I don't, it wasn't what was like majorly popular at the time. Do you think that it is majorly popular right now? Or do you think that it's just because we're paying attention to it? No, I think it's popular okay. right now. I've, I've had friends who like, you've never been into like stuff Nordstrom like that. Like Nordstrom sells crystals. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it's majorly popular right now. It's like uh. you could go into most like if you're going into like a hip new coffee shop, they probably have some crystals by the register yeah. or, you know, I, yeah. I, I definitely think it's, it's more mainstream than it was yes. at least like when I lived in New Orleans, it was a popular thing there because there's a huge woo-woo culture. Yeah. You know, there's like voodoo and woo-woo. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and they had like in downtown, there's like a, um, in the quarter, there's like a really good crystal shop that everybody used to shop at. Cool. So you would go and like pick up your little crystals and, you know, and put them in a little coin pouch or a little bitty pouch. And yeah. you would like have purse crystals, as you call them, or pocket yes. crystals. People call them pocket but crystals. But it's like, who's putting but... that in their pocket? Yeah, That's I mean, true. I have some right now. <laughs> I'm like, which ones do I have? But see, I forget to like rotate mine out from time to time. Yeah. So it's sort of like a surprise to see what's in here because I didn't even, ooh, this is a good ooh, little collection. that is a good collection. Oh, I'll add, we have a bunch of crystals out on the table. We'll take a picture for you guys. <laughs> Ooh, I like that one with the rainbow. This is one? it a rainbow quartz? It's a, yeah, this is like one of the artificial ones. So oh, it is? You know, it's really pretty. Yeah, though. they like, they fire some crystals to make them look a certain way. Right. And so that that's what this one is. Yeah, it's like a little tiny squatty tower. We're going to talk about like what our crystal styles are in a little yeah. bit, but I am obsessed with like squatty fat, like chunky fat crystals. That's like one of my favorites. And then we've got a lot of amethyst out a lot. Amethyst is like really common. Amethyst is my birthstone. So I think I oh, was really? all, I've always been sort of into amethyst. You got me into fluorite. I yeah, never I really knew fluorite. about fluorite yeah. until you, and honestly, it's not talk about like aesthetics and preferences. Fluorite's definitely not like one of my favorites, but Ooh, I, I like the, the meaning. Looks. Yeah, I thought you'd like that one. And then I've been getting into these like little shapes. Yeah, that's cute. Um, it's like a star. Yeah, it is. It's called a Herkabon star, huh. maybe. Merkaba. I want to look it up. <laughs> we will put that in the show notes. Yes. Well, okay. So how, like, how did you get introduced to crystals? Like what was your, was it collecting rocks when you were a kid? I definitely collected rocks when I was a kid. My mom still has, it's like a box that had a lock on it. And then you open it up. And I think I still have it at my mom's house in her garage. Cause she's, we're like hoarders of like our childhood. Um, and it had like all these little, it's almost like a jewelry box where it has little sections in it. And so oh, each section had a different rock. And there cool. were there was a rock place in Mississippi that we would go to. You would take your box and you would go into this store in in Hattiesburg. And or maybe it was in Laurel. It was, I can't remember, but it's in one of these little small Mississippi towns. And I do not think this still exists. And you would go and they had like the little bins that had each of the yeah. rocks in them. Like, And I remember thinking like, there was like the pyrite, but it, I don't know if this was like a, a manufactured something, like if it had been heated because it had like a rainbow quality mm -hmm. or they would have like the, um, you know, like the fool's gold. I guess that's pyrite too. Yeah, that's um, pyrite. And so it would be like, you'd get all these different little ones and you'd put them into the little squares and then you'd like study about them, but it didn't have like meanings per se. Right. Um, the like mystical part of no. it. No. And so then I think, you know, talking back to those like mala bracelets, I don't think I realized that's what that yeah. meant or that those yeah. I'm sure they were glass you know I doubt or do you remember those like br they were like hay braided bracelets yes. and then they threaded through the beads yeah. and those weren't crystals but they had colored beads yes, in them with meaning with the meaning so like yeah the the 
colorology. And you would wear it till it like fell off yes, or something. It was that, that was yes. like the whole thing. Of, it told like you in, to do that. It was like uh, in middle school yeah, or something. Yeah. That's like a, all, this is yes. all around the same time. Yeah. Oh, those are, those were so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. And so I think, you know, there was all of and that. And that was like intention setting. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think there's this idea of like attaching meanings to yes. things that comes far before even a birthstone. The idea of each person has their totally. own stone that's meant yeah. for them. And what does it mean? Like, aren't there birth crystals I, also? I'm not sure. That's I interesting. I'd love to know. So, well, I have a stack of books here. So maybe while we're chatting, I'll look. Yeah. Oh, please do. And so I think it, when I lived in New Orleans is when I like intentionally brought them to work and I would notice like, that I got more tips when I had the crystals. And during that time, that's when I had like a rose quartz because I was going through like a heartbreak and all these different things. Yeah. You know, you have like different ones that I had assigned different meetings and I put them in a little bag and I brought them to work. So I think that's really the time when I started to carry them. And I've just always had them ever since, but I've swapped out like what I'm using, sort of like what you just did, where you're like, I don't even know what's in here. It's like, yeah. And I tend to have a lot more small crystals, whereas I know you've like really gotten into more of the bigger <laughs> ones in the last year. When we started recording the podcast, like one of the first episodes, I was like, I'm just started, I'm getting into, I'm just, I'm a little into crystals. And now I have like a full blown crystal store in my closet. Yeah, you like do. Like it's out of hand. But I mean, I don't, I, I had a rock collection and I've always liked rocks. Um, always thought they were cool and like over, you know, through traveling or whatever. Like if I found like a, an actual like rock that was cool or a seashell, like I've enjoyed mm, kind of seashells, like, that's yeah, true. collecting them, but not, I don't, I never had like a collection that carried on with me because as we've discussed many a times, I like to get rid of stuff too. So I would like have something and then I would let it go or whatever. But I remember I went to Slow North here in Austin a few years ago, which is a little boutique that's got really good vibes and they sell like amazing candles. And they had like a little tiny set of crystals and there was a citrine um, and I got a selenite heart that was like etched and like a palm heart, you know? So I got like a few different ones and I was like, these are really pretty and really cool. And they were like, they had little cards that had the meanings. And so I picked those up and they were like nicely written with cool fonts and you know, the whole thing. But it was like a very accessible entry yeah. into crystals because I knew I didn't want to buy a crystal at Anthropology or, or Nordstrom. No shade to anybody who does. Right. But I was like, I, you know, I want it to feel more authentic. In reality, like you don't know where these things are getting sourced and you have no idea. Yeah. Like and, and it's interesting as you've gotten more into it, whenever I find out that there's like some sort of ethical dilemma yes. with things, my first instinct is just to step stop. up, stop. And yeah. so I, I, that has sort of been me in the last year until I understand it better. Yeah. I have to stop because like even the other day I posted something about in one of those groups I'm in on Facebook, I posted something to somebody like about, they were talking about cleansing so that you don't have bad dreams. And I was like, oh, just yeah. like light a little Palo Santo. And then I had like people just like how, oh, like gosh. coming at me, like this is the ethics of this. And I was like, actually, I've done my study on this and this is the ethics of this. So don't come for me. <laughs> I do look at this. Like I get <laughs> yeah. mad because yeah. I don't, but I think it's, it's hard. It's hard to take a firm stance on anything. So I try not to. So it's like, I've sort of stepped back, but I know, yeah. have you done any research? Like, what do you know about well, it? Well, I, I know that, so my favorite place to buy crystals now is through Illuminate Your Vibe on Instagram. And Sarah Ann is the owner of that company. And she has been in the jewel, her family's been in the jewelry business for wow, years. That's so cool. So she and her, I think it's her father um, is also like really into gemstones, obviously part of the jewelry business. And so she's just 
cat. She's grown up with this. It's sort of like many of my yoga teachers who were like, oh, well, my mom was one of the first people to study under so-and-so. And And so I just grew up with her doing yoga every day. And then they've been exposed to it for such a long, like the people who I really look up to in yoga, I'll have that like origin story. And so it's sort of similar in this respect that she has like a lineage of being exposed to it. And she's been, her parents have gone to the gem shows every year. And so she has these relationships with the people that she's buying the crystals mm-hmm, from. Mm-hmm. And so she has mentioned, and it now over the, cause I've been following her for about a year over the last year, she's really grown on Instagram and she does these live sales and you can buy through her website, but she's like started to make a bigger effort to let her customers know that her, she knows the people she's buying yeah. things from. Uh, oftentimes she's bought, she's like speaking directly to the person that was mining the crystals. And so she feels pretty confident that they're ethically that sourced. And I trust her. Like I don't, I've never met her face to face, but we've conversed via DM many times. She knows who I am because I am a frequent flyer of her right, live sales. Right. So I feel like, cause I know some people, when I started posting about crystals on Instagram, people were DMing me like, oh, well, how do you know if those are ethically sourced? And I was like, I mean, I, I don't. And I didn't even yeah. know that that was like a thing I should be worried about. I mean, similar to what you're saying with the Palo Santo, it's like, you know, <laughs> I also don't know if my cereal's ethically sourced. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I, so, I definitely, it gets, I, I get, get so overwhelmed. Same. And I get a little bit. But it, I also put a lot of stock in the, once I find somebody that I really like. Keep shopping from I'm, them. Yes. Yeah, of course. Cause you know, they're going to do things. Yes. And, and the it, quality and the price is amazing. Like totally her, I have seen her prices increase. Like there's been a few times where I've like, I just recently bought something and I was like, I need to check how much I spent for this other one because it's a lot bigger. But I don't know. I'm not educated enough on the quality right. to where like some things are smaller, but are really a lot more expensive. Like aquamarine is really expensive yeah. for how big it is. So I feel like there's just so much to learn and she her business has grown so much. But I mean, I will like go into some crystal shops here in Austin and like her prices blow it out of the water. Oh, so for sure. Uh, and I'm paying for shipping. Yeah. yeah. And like, I just don't know. I mean, it's amazing. But what I like now that I have so many, I'm like, what do I even do with all of these? Yeah. (laughs) It's like your collection. I mean, I think it's cool to have an adult collection. Yeah. And in the same vein, what I've been like really getting into, what what was like on the top of my manifestation list, which it's so weird, all the things that have come in and all the meetings that they've had, but like was jewelry with meaning. And I became obsessed sort of late in the year with scouring Etsy because it was because remember I like, got super into my like pole dark life and I was into my like masterpiece theater, old world life. Like I'm like, I want to be in the Georgian era. And before that you were like into your witch life. Yes. And then doing my like Victorian hair and all this. And so um, I started really looking up the history of jewelry. I I, like read a book on the history of jewelry and then I started like, but really researching like what different eras look like and what they mean. And I got Uh this like locket piece from um, Uncommon Objects and it actually has like an Edwardian picture of like a bow in it. It's kind of hilarious. Um, Like it's like somebody's picture. It's really neat. So like, but I felt like when I went and did that experience of shopping for that, and I had been doing so much research on Etsy and like, like where, where people get really good quality actual antique pieces and, Mm -hmm. you know, how, how it all works. And 
I felt when I went to do that shopping, it had that same, I don't know if I'm sure, yes, you have, you've been to a crystal store and there's like an energetic field around you when you go in there and you are literally like drawn to stuff. And this is sort of how I shop for my crystals. I go in without like an agenda. I I pick up what I gravitate to for that moment. And then I I look up the meanings to see what each means for me. Mm -hmm. Well, I had really very much the same experience in shopping for the locket. There were like eight lockets that they had. Each of them were about a hundred years old or more. Mm-hmm. And each one had sort of some different like energetics to it. So I was like, okay, this is the one, you know, that's the one I like, like that's the one I'm going to get. Yeah. And, and then in studying that, it's like, then I've acquired, like, I really find that I prefer wearing gold, you know, most of the time or like different things. And I was somebody, I can't remember, I saw this like day before yesterday, I'm sure on social media somewhere, someone was talking about how they're an the history of Ayurveda with gold and with metals having the meaning. And yeah. that makes perfect sense because they're yeah. also like, you know, similar organisms. Like, yes. and so it's sort of like jewelry can have just as much of a meaning, if oh. not the same. And a lot of jewelry, like I love emeralds and I love sapphires. Like yeah. those are crystals, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah. it's sort of like, I don't know. It just, I, I, I like the combination of those two. So it's almost like I'm trying to source more like things that already exist yes. because like jewelry really loses its value in a way that's almost frightening, like diamond rings. Like, wow, like that's kind of crazy. But yeah, but now you can get lab created diamonds. Of course. But you can also get these <laughs> antique diamonds yeah, that are just as big true. and just as beautiful. And yeah. they, they just don't have good resale. Like people don't right. realize like when you make a diamond ring investment, it's not actually a very sound investment, but it loses no. its money. But how cool that like you could get a really nice piece yeah. for a really decent price. And it also can have a meet like a meaning and a history. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, so that's kind of where I'm into yeah, with crystals right now, or like, it's more of like this jewelry crystal. Well, feeling. and to what you're saying, I mean, one of the things in my pendulum swing of like not really knowing anything about crystals to like being mildly obsessed with them. And yeah. I mean, it's certainly in part due to the shopping format that Illuminate Your Vibe has with these live sales. I get so into it. Auctions. It's, swept sort, up. it's sort of an auction. It but it's um it the prices don't go up. She sets a price and the first person to comment gets the crystal and it's it's like Instagram conspiracies because people will be like when you're watching your comment shows up first, but it's different than what she sees. Yeah. So every time you comment, you're like, Oh, I got it. I got it. And then she'll like say somebody else's username and you're like, no, I didn't get it. Yeah. (laughs) And so people get, and it's so funny because like, she's like no rules, no, just crystals and like high vibe and like all into the, you know, woo. And then people are like, I'm getting so upset and just being like, I I keep commenting, but you're not seeing them. Are you seeing them? And so like, there's just like all this like little drama and they go on for hours. So I'll be like watching, like giving the kids a bath and like watching a live sale, like on my phone. (laughs) So I've gotten really, it's, I don't know why, but I sort of feel similar to what you said with like the energy of it. I'm like, if my comment shows up first, that's because it was meant to be. And if I don't get something, then it wasn't meant to be. be. And don't comment or like ask for everything, but I have like bid for things and then gotten it at home and been like, what was I thinking? Like you didn't (laughs) love it? Yeah. Because that's, then I'm like, I think I might've accidentally bought this for somebody else. So what I've started to do is give them as gifts when they, if I get them or if they've like lost their luster and I'm not into it anymore. Um, we did like a crystal exchange last summer when I hosted that little baby retreat. So there's like this, because crystals, that crystal wasn't made for me. Like it existed before me. Yeah. 
it hung out with me for a little while and now it's time for it to find a new home. Yeah. And so it's been really like I gave them for Christmas gifts and I have like, yeah, I just have like, I have sometimes I'll have one like in my bookshelf and I'll know that it's for somebody else, but I'll like hang on to it for a little while, like until it's like the right yeah. time, but I'll like see it and I'll know that's for so-and-so. Right. And so the weird thing is that over Christmas, I was like doing this like little, I was making like pocket sets for people and things. Mm-hmm. And then I was, these are some friends that like aren't really into the woo yeah. stuff. And so I was looking up the meat. I was like picking them intuitively for the person. And then afterwards looking up the meanings and stuff. And it was so like on. That's the way to do it. Need. It's so fascinating when you do it that way. It's yeah. like, it's hard as you go as you go further in, like you and I both have a decent knowledge of like yes. a lot of the crystals. And so it's almost like we already know what it means. And it's like, you can kind of dismiss it. Right. Whereas when you really don't like, and that's how I originally started shopping where I would literally just go to what I gravitated towards. Yeah. And I often find that it's like, usually within a color family, like I want everything yes. to look a certain way together. But like, it's always funny what it means. Like, you know, some stones, and this is the same for anybody who's like, you know, People always are like, there's a lot of people in this world who are reluctant to sign meanings to things like they're they're like, well, astrology can't be real because it's all the same. That's Mm. not true. Like some of these (laughs) crystals will be like grounding and some of them are like crown opening. You know, they tend to kind of correlate somewhat with the chakra system. Yeah. And there's even people who do like these crystal therapy healings, which I've never done, but would love to do. Me too. Uh, I know maybe my moss does it. Maybe we should do that with her. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, she does it out of Sabia, I think. And so um, anyway, but there's like all these different ways of uh, looking at it and yes. finding them. So I think yeah. like for me, I think that's a really cool way to do it. And that's kind of what I've told my friends who are like wanting to see what it's about. Just being curious. Just being curious. And like you pick a couple things and then it's almost like a meditation because when you go back through and you see like, well, this one's supposed to make me feel this physically and this mentally and mm-hmm. this emotionally and this spiritually, you can kind of say like, reflect on it's sort of like the tarot where you like reflect on yourself and you say oh I see what I need to bring into my life like this is what I maybe this is a way I need to incorporate this and then I love using crystals in a meditation like those Mm -hmm. palm we have two palm stones right here yeah and those are like some of my favorite just like hold one in your palm and like I don't know you really can feel their energy I know like there's a couple of crystal stores in Austin and then some stores like what you mentioned that are not crystal stores but have beautiful crystals. Yes. Another one is my client has a store called Mofry. Yes. And, oh, I bought oh some. Oh my god, like, hers are gorgeous. They are so expensive, crystals. but they are so. I got stunning. a honey calcite there that's like amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. if I could buy anywhere in Austin, that's where I'd be buying like all of them. But I would need like a chunk. Of I don't think they're all that expensive. Are they? There were some uh, when I was in there well, last time. Maybe it's because she ones? only had the giant ones. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Big I want a giant expensive. one. Of course you they are. Though, yeah. I think like now, because you mentioned that you have like a lot of little ones. I think I have so many little ones now that I'm like, you get some bang for your buck with a big one because Agreed. it's a statement piece. It's a piece that like, I have these bookshelves, yes. these open shelving in my living room. Amazing. And I typically will like put a couple of little ones on other things. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're there. Um, a, crystals on a book. Crystals on a book. And <laughs> But I would candle. love to have just like a nice, solid, like really stellar piece. Now, would you want like a... Uh, like a quartz that's got like all the pokey things coming out well, or would you want like a geode sort a of A geode one? probably. Okay. I like the, I tend to like, those are definitely both my aesthetic though. Like Kayleen will like a more sleek look sometimes or like a more, like whereas I like the real look like they got hacked out of the earth kind of thing. Like I love that one that's this yours, one? that yeah. new one. It's like a geode. Um, it is a geode. It's a um, pink amethyst. Pink amethyst, yeah. yeah. See, like that's so pretty. I had geodes growing up as like bookends in my room. Yeah. You know? And I like that kind of look. I like the like spiky ones that kind of like 
Look like spaceships. That look like spaceships. Yeah, I like that. Um, <laughs> and, but I do love, I love pyrite. And I just think it's like such a beautiful, it has like those little sparkles in there. Well, that's a pyrite palm. And I like, I like when it's the smooth pyrite. Yeah. Like I like, I really don't, I don't have a pyrite sphere, but I've gotten so into sphere. spheres. Like I'm like obsessed with them. I have a moonstone sphere. I have two, I'm not going to Yeah, the spheres, I like They're the spheres so too. Cool. Spheres are pretty cool. And Illuminate has now, she has these glass sphere stands say that fast five times, <laughs> but they're four bucks. So yeah. really reasonable, but they're so pretty to set a sphere on. So I'm obsessed. I Something about those. the spheres also reminds me of like the labyrinth and David Bowie with his little like sphere on his <laughs> hand that he's like sw- swirling around. So I like, <laughs> I'm like, I always worry that like my house is becoming, I know we've talked about this, like the pyramid collection and I'm like, I don't want to be the pyramid collection. So I'm like, would it be like, I'm imagining like a sphere on the stand. Like, is that too labyrinth from David Bowie? But I think, I think done in the right it situation. It depends on how it you merchandise be. it, yeah, how you yeah. set it all up. <laughs> I mean, you're, to your point, like, just color coding them will like make so much of a difference in terms of like your eye. Like yeah. if I have all my crystals, like all as- randomly assorted, it does not look good to me at all. But if I like group them by color, I make like a little rainbow out of them. It just like, it feels so yeah, that's cohesive. Um, right now I have like kind of like a center area where I have a lot of like clear ones. So I have like my quartz and selenite and I think that's, pro- oh, and apothelite. Uh-huh. And I have them all like grouped together and it's like such a vibe. I love it. So yeah, it's fun to like play with. And I guess that's sort of one of the elements of crystals that has really like come to light for me is just that it is like really only for fun. There's really no purpose to them. Yeah. There's not like and similar to how jewelry is a lot of times like you can like assign meaning but it's really just to adorn adorn and to I enjoy. love the word adorn yeah. like I I was watching some video um what's her name I'll link her below she's a really fun YouTuber who does these like really great how-to videos that are mostly about like self-care I think it's like Alex Alexander's girly life or something it sounds not good it's good really <laughs> they're really really good videos and like she'll teach you about like washing your denim in a way that you're like I had no idea I needed to know this but I, I this is like absolutely must know or like undergarments she'll like teach yeah. you and she was talking about like being more feminine in a way that was like really cool like she brought in like feminine and masculine like elements in a way that was like a little bit more what's the word like like how we would yeah, I don't know I mean like what more mean? like in a woo way almost okay. like a, a little bit of that but then she was like talking about me more from and she was like jewelry like adorning yourself like because you love yourself and it's like you don't your jewelry vibe can be this or this mm-hmm. but it's she just talked a little bit about it and that word adorn like really stuck with me and I started really thinking about my jewelry and how like most of it was close to junk. Yeah. And just about how I really wanted that to be something that like I invested in over time and like really had some nice pieces. And, yeah. I and think that's also age. It is age. It, abso- <laughs> it absolutely is age. I think. Out, well, no, it is. It I mean, is. I just spent like a few months ago, I spent some time with my grandma and we were talking a lot about jewelry just because, well, she used to work at a jewelry store, like a nice one. We think age because that's what our parents were into because jewelry was such a like facet of their life. It was. Yeah. But I also, well, what I was saying is because we are finally at a point now where we know a little bit more about our personal taste. And to your point, like sometimes less expensive jewelry piece will serve a specific function, but it doesn't necessarily last and it doesn't like evolve with you. So like having like a quality piece and it doesn't even have to be expensive, but having a piece that you really appreciate that you feel like you can wear for a decade or two that you wouldn't mind like 
being part of your collection when you pass on. But I think for the longest, I wasn't into even wearing jewelry. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like there were like huge phases I would go through where I was like, no, I just don't like jewelry and oh. or things like that. So I'm saying oh, like okay. even being into it in the first place for uh-huh. me, like the idea of like putting it on to adorn yourself and it makes you feel like you can wear a t-shirt. Like I would always see these girls in my like workout classes wearing jewelry and and like working out. And I thought, oh, that's yeah. interesting. Like you have on like a <laughs> necklace, but it's like, these are people who never take off their jewelry. Yeah. Well, I just gave you a bracelet not that long ago. And now and that's you were me. Like, you were like, can I... Can I bathe in it? Can I shower? And I was like, yeah, I literally never take mine off. And you were like, you mean you you shower in it? And I was like, yeah. So do you, you well, just... Uh, I had bought some nice pieces about a year ago, and I'm not going to name the company no, because it's a popular brand. But I, it did not hold up okay. when you bathed and showered in it. And, oh, um, that's sad. Yes. And because of that, I was a little bit like, is that... I, I'm learning about... I'm very much like learning about jewelry and like uh-huh. a very like... Like I bought a book on jewelry because I know nothing about okay. jewelry. And so like even cuts of things like, you know, Nathan would have known that because he got me an engagement ring. Yeah. I don't I don't really, really know oh, like okay. or when they came about or like I just think it's really interesting, like the history of it. Yeah. But I, I think linking it back to like crystals and metals and like just the idea of adorning yourself and then like the crystals, it's sort of like adorning your house. Like it yes. just makes you feel good to yeah. see them. And it is playful. It's it is fun. But there's an element of that that I think is important. Yes. I think that is like a thing that at least for me in my twenties, my play was directed towards like finding a guy and like drinking on the weekends. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like it was a blast, but that was like all of my play got into that and I don't do that anymore. So like there's a different energy, like I have a different energy available. And so now like my home is, and I mean, I really liked my apartments and I like spent time on it and stuff, but I just don't have as much of that now. So my closet is my haven and it's like a really great closet. Like I'm not trying to brag. It's just like such a special place for me. And I've like invested a lot of time in there. And so that's where my crystals live. Although they have started to like spread out into the rest of the house very like minimally. But I I don't know. I just like having them around and they're like little friends. Some people are really into plants. I mean, you guys have a fair amount of plants here. We don't That is all Nathan. That is not my thing. You live with them. They're in, I'm looking at three, four. I have, we don't have any plants in our house at all. I have some fake ones, but that's it. So I have one real one that a friend gave me and I'm shocked I haven't killed it. So like they are really one of the only natural elements in our home. The crystals are aside from like the humans. Yeah. And water. I like that they're natural. I mean, that's yeah. just another element of them that's so pretty. So, okay. And for, for somebody listening who's like just getting into crystals yeah. and we're like spouting off all these names, which I'm like, they're mm-hmm. like, how do you even spell that to Google it? Yes. <laughs> how, what is your resource for learning about crystals? Yeah. So a while ago on Jess Lively's podcast, when she was actually like doing interviews and that sort of thing, she interviewed a woman named Hibiscus Moon and they did a scientific look at crystals and how they work in our lives. It's a really great episode. So that was like, I know I listened to that before I really got into my crystal life, but it was a good exposure to it and just kind of a little bit of a different perspective. The other places, I also was really obsessed with Rock & Co, Rachel um, Creather, who she's in Australia. And I definitely bought some crystals from her and had them like come all the way from Australia. And then I was like, wait a second, Kayleen, like those crystals are from Zambia. Then they went to Australia and now you're bringing them all the way to Austin, Texas. Like there's, <laughs> this is yeah. like complicated. And so I love to support her. She's also the one that we've talked about that's doing more of like the RTT right. tra- stuff now. So I think she might be like 
leaning a little out of her crystal world, but she's still a really great resource. Um, and she just did an episode on our friend Christy's podcast, the Ambitious Soul podcast. Oh, yeah. And they talk about like how Rachel started her crystal business and how she got out of the advertising game. And so that's like a good, it just like, I don't know, it's another two very not super crazy woo people. I mean, Rachel's pretty woo now, but she's yeah. also like, that's the thing that I think can be sort of intimidating about all this woo well, stuff. The Hibiscus it, Moon Lady is like a professor, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that was her born name. No, no. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and then of course, Illuminate Your Vibe. I'm obsessed with her. I just think she's so amazing on Instagram. She's got such a... I think a very like relatable, easy vibe. Um, and she's really accessible. Like yeah. really. So um, I think those would be like my f- few internet things. And then I brought a stack of books, which I don't know if I was like first getting into crystals. This book, Crystals, The Modern Guide to Crystal Healing is by the girl who um, founded Goldie Rocks. Mm. And so it is really cool. Um, my friend Angela sent me this when I like started to get into crystals. Oh. And so it was like, it's a great gift because it's like a nice size for yeah. your office. Like it's pretty, or a coffee table or whatever. But this just has like a bunch of information about like crystals in the home and like how to meditate with them. It's got like the chakra one. Um, it's got like rituals and get, oh, like what to give. Ah, I should have looked at this. So this is like crystals and gifts. Crystals are the perfect gift. And then it says Mm -hmm. like what occasion, a birthday, a new job, a bridal shower, a new mother, grief, like all that. And then what crystals to give with it. I once bought Kayleen crystals because she was a second time new mother. (laughs) And then she didn't come to her appointment. She like rescheduled. And I... Because I was a second time new mother. Because she was a second time new mother. And I I got a different gift for her. And I kept those crystals. But they're here with us today. (laughs) She'll like mention. She's like, yeah, these were the crystals I was supposed to give to you. (laughs) And then when Jordan got her her new location for her hair place, I like brought her a crystal. One of those crystals is growing. Nah. Or the crystal you brought me. It's growing. It's yeah. literally like formed new things on it. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't either. And then a client told me that they can grow certain ones and it's growing. So oh there's that. <laughs> I'm like, probably because of who knows what it's like absorbing in the salon. And actually at Milk and Honey, they actually put crystals in the walls of all of the Milk oh, and Honey cool. locations. But then it's interesting because I always am like, somebody needs to get in here and clean these crystals. You well, know, because that's what you yeah. wonder. So there's a woman named Stacy Davenport who's like local and she brings in this like wire thing. And then she like comes in and like cleanses the crystals in the wall. Cool. It is cool. Yeah. I think you would like... I think you'd like this book. I brought a few others. Crystal Muse, which I think we've talked about before, and Elemental Energy. So these are like my three crystal books, and I've sworn I won't buy another one. Like, I yeah. have to stop. You don't point. need another one. Those are all pretty, like, <laughs> even these two kind of look alike. Like, they I feel are like similar. I, would I really confused. love this one. Um, and I think all of them in the back have an index. So if you know the name, but it's it's hard sometimes if you don't know, like, you have a crystal and you're like, what is it? And you don't yeah. know. So I'll just like Google it. What but I you typically have some do, resources. what I typically do is like when I go to the store, I open the notes section of my phone and I pick the crystals. Like sometimes you go to the store, say you go to Crystal Works and they will have on there like some of the meanings. So yeah. you can shop that way, but then sometimes some of them won't have the meanings. It'll just say the type of stone. And so I'll write down in my phone, say like fluorite, labradite, uh, amethyst, and pyrite. So I have those in like the notes section of my phone. Then I come home 
And what I will do is hop onto this website called Crystal Vaults, which has what I feel like is a really, it talks about like the spiritual meaning and it talks about like different rituals you can do, but it also gives like a physical link, like what it may be in your body that it's expressed. It's just a, it's kind of an old school site. I just looked and they've actually redone it since like I really used to look at it, but it still looks a little old school, but it's a really great resource because they have all the stones on there. And um, sometimes I've even had to look through and be like, like say I got a stone and I really didn't write the name or something. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. I've had to sort of like look up like green, smooth stone yes. has little hints of brown yes. in it, like something like that. And then yeah. see what pops up and if I can match the stone or if it like yes. sounds familiar. So I've definitely had some like experiences where I've had to do that. But yeah. And I mean, I think I've, I've definitely DM'd um, illuminate your vibe and been like, Hey, what is this crystal again? Or been like, I think that this is, <laughs> See, this. that's nice that you get it from her. Cause then you yeah. have a resource that you could actually ask her, ask her about the stuff. Yes. Like I, I, she's very like accessible and will respond. And so that's fantastic because yeah, I, sometimes I'll Google it and I'll be like, I think that's it, but I'm not sure, yeah. you know? Um, but does it really matter? Probably not. No. <laughs> no, it's probably going to do the same thing for you, whether you know it or not. But sometimes yes. it's like knowledge is power. Yeah. And so like harnessing that. And it, it feels weird if you're wanting to know the answer and then you can't find it. So right. it's nice to have somebody that you can like double check it with. But I mean, honestly, like you could text me and be like, I think that this is this. And I like between the two of us, I feel like we could like confirm or be like, no, like I just asked you what that one is. I still think it's like kyanite or something. We'll have to Google it later. Okay. What rituals do you have with crystals? Do you have besides meditation, which you already mentioned, do you like bathe with them? That's a thing people do. Um, no, I, I told you I keep like one stone in my bathroom. I I usually will put yeah. some sort of manifestation stone in my bathroom because that's where like I get ready for my day. And so I think like there's sort some sort of like an element of, I don't know, getting ready for my day that I have yeah. that like one stone. I haven't thought about like, I do do a lot of winding down in the bath. Like pyrite is what I keep in the bathroom right now because it's a good manifestation stone. And yeah. I'm always like, I'm, it's usually when I'm like getting it's like power. Up. And so abundance. I don't know. Maybe I should put, yeah, I usually keep some sort of abundance money stone in there, but I'm like, maybe I should put something more calming. I keep calming stones in the bedroom for sure. I always have like, I always have fluorite in there just to absorb any negative woo woo mm-hmm. that's in there. So like when I start having bad dreams, I'm like, I got to charge that crystal because it's not working. Because that one, I think it does need to be like more frequently charged, they say, you know. Huh. And I'm, I'm going off of like what other people are what, telling me what or what they, I'm learning, what, what they, they like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't really know in terms like of historically where, when these rituals started and like where they're, where they came from. I think that's an interesting thing. I'd love to know, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know that charging your crystals under the full moon, which we talked about during the moon episode is a powerful ritual. And I think that there's just a lot of powerful rituals around the full moon because the full moon's just always been there shining so bright in a 28 day cycle, you know, as humans. It's a beautiful time to do a ritual. And it's a good time to release and all sorts of cosmic things happen with full moons that I think line up with your little rocks, you know? So, um, I haven't bathed with my crystals, but I know people that do. Although it, don't put all of them in water. No, some of yeah. them aren't water safe. Um, and some of them shouldn't be in direct sunlight. Like they're they're sort of like plants in that way. Yeah. Like there is like a tending to them. And there are sometimes when if you buy a crystal and it looks like dirty or dusty, you can get like just a wet rag and like clean up the facets and really just like take care of it. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think about it for the longest time. I was just bringing crystals in and I never like 
Palo Santo them or sage yeah. them ethically. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I do, I try to do that now. Or I try to even like Marie Kondo them and be like, hello, welcome to my yeah. home. These are your new friends. And the other thing that is really fun is that my kids are obsessed with my crystals. Yeah, I'm sure. It's such a fun thing to do with them. And they know that they're mine. Um, and I, I mean, they have like a, my, uh, mother-in-law gave the, the kids each their own crystals, which Aww. is so cool. And so those are in the bookshelf. Um, they're little rose quartz hearts. That's and so of sweet. course the kids love those. Um, but yeah, it's like a really fun thing to, to talk again about like rock collections. Like they're into it. Oh yeah. Even Nathan, I think he's, he, he's such a science nerd and he's gotten wilder and just being such a little science nerd that they're like, Nathan cannot wait till Wilder's like old enough to get him one of those rock tumblers yes, for Christmas. Yeah. It's <laughs> like the gift he never got or yeah. something. I think he did get one actually. Adam's like surprisingly not discouraging of my crystal collection. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And, and I think he appreciates the collection aspect because he used to collect coins and baseball cards. And oh, there's cool. something about collecting that is like very human, like enriching thing. I mean, kids have tons of collections. Yeah. I had so many collections growing up as a kid. And I think that's like what, when I really started thinking like, what do I want to collect? And like the idea of collecting like the jewelry for me this year mm -hmm. has really taken off, but I like the elements of it that feel healing like crystals and thinking like ways to incorporate that. And I think that's a really cool connection. Yeah. And I like, I want to spend more time with like the intentions of my crystals and meditating. I had this brilliant idea, which I haven't put into practice yet of doing like a daily meditation with a different crystal each oh, time. And just like idea. looking up with like going to it, picking one out, like seeing not, how it makes you feel. Yeah. Just like feeling the vibe of it and studying it. If I want to like looking it up a little bit and then even in my books, like not necessarily on the internet, but just like spending some time with it and then meditating on whatever attribute I am drawn to with that crystal. So that's an idea I have. I think it sounds like an awesome idea. I just haven't done it. Yeah, that is a good idea. People I, who talk about meditation and don't meditate like me. Oh, same. Probably should just meditate, <laughs> but I don't yet. I don't know. It's one of those things. It's like the best thing for you is the last thing you want to do. <laughs> I don't know why. Drink more water. Yeah. Whatever. So what are, what's your, I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but like, what's your crystal styles? What are your favorites? Like, what are the one? Ooh, or do you have any that you want to get? Like, talk to me about that. Whole I, thing. I want like a really, really large piece. I just yes. don't even know what. I tend to be attracted to like, in the last, at first when I started doing crystals, I was going through like a bad breakup and I really craved a lot of like rose quartz and like really healing grounding stones. Mm -hmm. And I really strayed away from like amethyst and things that were super like crown chakra opening because I think when you're going through like a bad breakup, you're a little bit like paranoid and like not in your right mind. Yeah. And it's like, I had like, they were too much for me. Like yeah. I would get near them in the store and be like, Ugh. and now because my life is so grounded and like, normal and I don't have like the day-to-day -day upsets and need sort of that like grounding healing energy. Yeah. I am far more attracted to the very vibrant, light, bright, like huh. quartzy styles. Like that's yeah. kind of what I'm into. So I really like a lot of that. Um, as far as like shapes of things, I love like, I love either very smooth uh, or like the really rocky. I'm not super into these like, um, I mean, I have one right in front of me that is mine, but 
what are what's the shape of that called? Like that's a wand. A wand. So I'm not super into the wands, and I'm not yeah. super into. We've got the, three wands on the table. We what, don't have any towers. And the towers. I'm not super into the like wands the or the towers, like okay. the ones that are more. They almost have like a obelisk. Sort yes, of. yes. And so, God, I'm so bad. I'm realizing like she like needs my a, lack of geometry. You, you just need a, a class in shapes, so you can teach your child yeah. what shapes are. Oh, God. this is a Mer- Merkabas star, by the way. I did okay. say the right thing. Okay. See, that's right. Um, but the, yeah. Geometric shapes. So a lot of um, crystals are cut into different geometric yeah, shapes. Yeah. So the ones that are super geometric and look very cut to me, I, those for whatever reason for right now are not my thing, but not uh-huh. to say that they haven't been or will be again. So like a smooth palm. I definitely have different phases. Like yes, I'll be in some totally. phases where things are like really earthy, small, even small to big. Like I have yeah. phases where I want this or that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like if I looked at my crystal collection right now, like the ones I pulled out are a couple of favorites for now. I just, uh-huh. I like bigger. I like, um, I like smooth, but I also love the, like, I love that one of yours the, that looks like a geode. I don't know. Those are my, those yeah. are my styles. I, I don't have a ton of geodes, but I do like a more natural looking one. I'm, I think I'm into a neutral crystal phase right now. Like I, which isn't surprising because I'm pretty into neutrals, but like a subtle sparkle, um, like there's some that are like really flashy, sparkly, and it's not always for me. Yeah. Um, and like a lot of color, really, really colorful ones. Like even this one, it's a amethyst one is like almost too bright of a purple for me uh, right now. Uh-huh. Like I really prefer this pink amethyst. It's a more muted. I got it. Color. So I don't know, but I will say that anytime Sarah Ann on Illuminate Your Vibes live sales says that one of the crystals is her favorite, I'm immediately like, I want that one. Like we yeah. have a very aligned crystal taste. Um, she she sold these like pink opals that are like unbelievable that I have one in my bathroom and it's got a little pocket of sparkle, which is called a druzy pocket. Uh-huh. And that's, oh, anytime there's druzy. like, yeah. yeah, anytime there's like a druzy situation, I'm really into it. Um, so yeah, there's a whole world of the the crystal life, but I think I like, yeah, I like Moonstone a lot too. Yeah. That's like one of my favorites. That was like one of my original favorites because it has that sort of, I think this is also harkens back to like that 90s vibe. I can remember having these like Cub- cubic zirconia limited two earrings that all the girls had. God, I really remember our jewelry for a yeah, lot you from. Do. But um, they had that sort of like hologram aspect, and uh-huh. there's something about a moonstone. It's like a natural hologram. Like it's like yes, it has those flashes. It has of those the like blue. flashes of color, but then mm-hmm. it's this like smooth, pearly kind of look. Like I, mm-hmm. I do, I do quite like a moonstone. I like it anytime a crystal has like a lot of rainbows inside it. Yeah. And- yeah, palm stones are palm stones and spheres are some of my faves. So I think I like all crystals at the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to. What's what's not to like? Who like really hates a crystal? I don't know. There have been some that I'm like, no, that's not. For oh me. yeah, there's some that um, are not good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and then <laughs> not I'm like, good for us. Yeah. Well, then I'm like, if I really am not into a crystal, then I sort of feel like weird or guilty about giving it to somebody. So I also have a stash of those that I'm like. These are not for anything. Yeah. I could maybe give them a burial in my backyard or something and like release them to the earth. That's interesting. You could probably <laughs> take them somewhere. Take them to like the soup peddler. I think they have like tons of crystals up at their like register. They probably like just add them to the mix. Just like reverse like stealing. 
like yeah. just like drop them in when nobody's yeah. looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you want to have an awkward conversation about how these you're... are my crystals I'm not into right now. But maybe I feel like I'm first... going to go to the soup peddler and see all your crystals <laughs> that you don't like. Uh, I don't know. Oh, man. That's, I feel the same way about jewelry sometimes. What do you do with jewelry you're not into anymore? I mean, most of my jewelry that I'm not into, it's because I, I really like keep a lot of stuff. I mean, some of it's like truly trash. Like it, I, I get rid of it when it's like lost its back and it's like yeah. literally a piece of, it's not anything, it's actually you know, garbage. it's actually garbage. So yeah. I feel like I'm, I just don't bring in as much now. And, but it's like, when I think about what I want to bring in, putting more thought into that, I'm finding that like, you know, there's different styles and eras that I'm attracted to and like interested in. And I can even think it's interesting just to go look at, even if I don't get a piece, you know, to understand it, like where it came from. And like, mm -hmm. I think sometimes that can make something cooler in terms of jewelry. Like, like I don't necessarily love everything from the Victorian era. I mean, it, a lot of it is like, it was a huge, like really, I guess what's considered like a really prolific artistic time because it was a really long range of jewelry. And, um, it's a really, some of it's like very frilly and bows and, you know, these like kind of, I mean, what I would call like gaudy, honestly, or, yeah. but some of it's not like, I love the idea of like lockets, you know, mm -hmm. certain ones, but then like the lockets changed in the Edwardian era and like noting those differences, like these yeah. are more oval and this is more this. I think there's something about like learning about that that gives me a respect. Like when you learn about something, you get a respect for it sometimes. Yes. So it's like now that I know what I'm looking at, I think it's really interesting to go look at. I yes. don't know. I went to Uncommon Objects, which like sometimes their stuff can be overpriced too, but it's like just looking. I would love to go to estate sales, which I think I would feel yeah. really overwhelmed because like I think yeah. sometimes people have like all their junk jewelry and real pieces and yes. it's like they're being sold in a lot or whatever. Like that stresses me out, the idea of that. Like yeah. you have to take a magnet to find out if stuff's real or not. But it's <laughs> like, I've really watched a lot of videos. Um, But I think that would overwhelm me, but I like the idea of like stumbling upon some special piece or yeah. I don't know, like acquiring it in some weird meant to be sort of way. Sure. Yeah. And I think to, to bring the woo back to this, I think intention and knowledge kind of bring in some of the woo when it comes to crystals. Otherwise they are just rocks, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's just like, and metal, you know, like jewelry is just like a piece of metal or whatever until you until it like you until you can see the beauty and appreciate the beauty and understand it and then when you pair it with like an intention or like really kind of like sitting with it that's when some of the the power and yeah I mean I've heard we didn't even really talk about like if our rocks if our crystals have like done anything for us like have oh, you yeah, yeah. had any experiences where you feel like it I've, was like the crystal that made something happen I've definitely like spoken a little bit to this on the um on one of the money, older episodes, I think the but money one I've had, I definitely have like some money stones, you know, that I feel like are good to do like a little meditation with. But for me, it was like one time I had a really, really bad chest cold flu bronchitis bout and I ended up getting all of these stones not knowing what they meant. And then the physical attributes of all of them were for chest colds, which I just thought that is wild. And I yeah. did end up getting better yeah. <laughs> uh, once I like... I really, I like, I remember like lighting a candle being like, and I had these box of matches that I had bought at Whole Foods that said, good things are coming. And oh, I like cool. needed it, you yeah. know, like I needed that to, every time I lit one of those matches and I did them till they were gone for like a year, but it was like, good things are coming was like the <laughs> intention. And that's cool. Um, and I felt like the rocks did help in that case. I don't know. It's like, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess I have to believe in it to some question. Money crystals with the tips. Like, I definitely felt like in New Orleans, I was very adamant that like the days I had my, like one of the first times I I got the crystals, I remember coming in and I ended up getting like, and this was, I was just shampooing hair all day long. Like that's what they had you do. And then you would get days on the floor where you got to assist. And I literally made $200 in cash tips from shampoos alone that day, which that's a lot. Like yeah. really people are tipping you $5. I mean, granted, I yeah. probably did so many shampoos that day. Yeah, but, but, still. Um, but it's like, that is very generous. So I made $200 and that was like a big deal for me at the mm-hmm. time, you know, like fresh out of beauty school, trying to like make it on my own. And I was like, wow. Like, and I, I attributed it fully to those crystals of that moment. And yeah. so like being mindful to bring them with me. And then, yeah, I mean, I definitely still carry crystals and I definitely feel, even if it's just like when I notice them in the bag, I'm like, okay, like a, a moment. It's like, yeah, it's like an anchor yeah. back to like yes. back to intention yes. and back to what you're trying to manifest and back what you're wanting to call in, what you're wanting to release. I, I like to use them for that too. Like sometimes I want to be like, here, Crystal, you deal with this or like you take oh, this energy. bad vibes, yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, I keep them at work, some of them. And I love to have like, what is it? Citrine is a good one just mm-hmm. for like friendly interactions. Um, I've definitely worn like amethyst when I'm like amethyst is a good one in relationships when you're trying to like increase the mystery or the sexy like mm-hmm. amethyst is a good stone to call that in I ha- I bought a necklace that I didn't know the meaning of when Nathan and I first got together I think it was Moise and I maybe and it was not when Nathan and I first got when we first got engaged and it talked all about like learning to balance with somebody else and oh, having cool. it was like it was another one of those it's like well we're like like quelling arguments which like when you're planning a wedding you're gonna have a couple of those so uh, yeah so it definitely helped with that. I mean, I, de- I have so many like little yeah. connections. I, I don't think I would still yeah. be buying them or interested sure. in them if I didn't feel that way. So yeah, yeah for sure. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. What about you? I don't know. I, I don't have like a ton of crystal like... But you're kind of But I'm new still new at it. it. Yeah. I have an abundance of crystals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't really like... I, I don't have a lot of circumstances where I've been like, okay, do like we're doing this crystal, like I need to manifest this or whatever. So I think for me, it's been more of a practice of like appreciating them and like making it, making my closet look pretty. And then now I'm starting to become a bit more of like a student and learning, but I can't really rattle off like all of the different meanings. No, I mean, I can't, I really, I can't either. You just did. Did I? I mean, you know, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like you've been into them for long enough that you have. I mean, I understand like rose quartz is love, but it isn't just like love. It's like emotional healing. I used it for emotional healing from like traumatic pain, like, like, like a true first breakup. And what's funny is I've told, I've told this story before I know on the podcast where I had them out charging underneath the moon in my backyard (laughs) and how it went missing um, for like ages. And I also, I have twice referenced on this podcast that possums put shiny things in their nests. Don't think that's true. I think I just <laughs> I asked Nathan that the other day. I was like, you know, because like possums will take them. And he was like, Jordan, I don't know where you got that. So then I did some Googling and I can't find any evidence to support what I'm claiming to be this true. This podcast is uh, not fact checked. <laughs> we just go so with if it. You, if you have this idea that possums have these like beautiful shiny nests, they probably don't. Well, it's not a science uh-huh. podcast. <laughs> not an- anyway, but something <laughs> took this, <laughs> yeah. something took a... Uh, my stone away because I searched the whole backyard. Nathan had mowed the lawn 200 billion times before it reappeared after 
we had a bad argument. And I remember searching like when crystals go missing, it does that have a meaning. And it yeah. said, yes, it means that the crystal, it's just not, it's not meant for you at that right. time. Or Because sometimes crystals can be too much for you. Talking about yeah. like the crown opening ones. If you're like super in your own head and like your crown chakra is super open to the point where you're having Exposed. really high anxiety, like yeah. your Vata energy is just like through the roof. You don't need a bunch of purple and uh, like right. icy colored stones because right. they're just going to make you feel more that way. Yeah. So really paying attention to like what feels good. Even sometimes in the store, like I'll pick yeah. something up and I'm like, that's too much for me. Or yeah. I'm like, this feels right. This is the energy I want to have. Yes. Like, it's hard because you go in there and it's a lot of feelings. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think that's one of the reasons why I like shopping online for crystals now because yeah. it isn't, there isn't like, a, and also why I think I'm attracted to crystals at a place like Slow North or Mafrai because yeah. they're not the main thing. It isn't a room I agree. Full, I mean, it's... Enough, like also like, I mean, I love bookstores, but bookstores can be overwhelming. I, All those I have felt that and so much lately. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like nice to just like pick up a book when it's like curated amongst a bunch of other like things, you know? Right. So I, yeah, I think that my, one of my like biggest crystal practice, one of the things is like when I was giving them as gifts and when, when people receive them and they seem genuinely like oh my gosh, this is like so perfect for me. The meaning like was there. Yeah. That I think is really cool. That's something that I like enjoy That's so much. That's what I hoped would happen with those. That when you I were kept. supposed to give them to me. Well, <laughs> yeah. it just meant that you were supposed to hold on to them. I guess so. So have you given me any crystals? No, I don't, I, I don't think I've given really anybody. Any. I had ta I've talked about giving my friend Kristen them because I sent, poor thing, I sent her for the first time she ever went, she went with her kids just like you to Nature's Treasures, which oh is gosh. like a totally overwhelming experience. And if yeah. you know nothing about crystals, it's not the place. So, I had never been to Nature's um, Treasures. It's in Austin. It's great. It is I amazing. I mean, we got the kids there. But it's, she brought her kids too and yeah. they're the same ages as yours. So okay. it was just a lot of, um, yeah. it was a lot. Managing. And, and also like, I don't even know what I'm looking for. She got one crystal, which I think actually was fluorite. It was fluorite, okay. um, which I thought was so funny. She's very like positive energy, but she does, um, she works in the nonprofit sector uh -huh. and you know, it's heavy energy. Yeah. You're carrying around a lot of other people's like weight and energy and that's sure. her nature anyway. So yeah. I think fluorite is a really great one for her. Yes. It made perfect sense that that's yes. what she gravitated to. So I've thought about getting them for her because she's expressed interest and like, yeah, she's, she understands. It's she just like gives what we were talking about at the, in the tarot episode. Like I was like so intrigued by them. And then I was like, oh, but I can't buy my own. And you were like, no, you can. And I, I think you should have this deck. And so it was yeah. like just having, giving that permission. Yeah. And so if you're listening to this and you've been curious about crystals, like just go for it, like just get a little something or, or like put an intention that you want to call that in and yeah. see what happens. Because really for $10, you could get a cute set of purse crystals that oh, are all sure. different, all have different meanings. Yeah. I mean, some of these are like a dollar a stone. So. Yeah. I mean, rose quartz is really inexpensive. And really um, great. Just and to it's have. a good quality. Yeah. It's a good I would, one. I would definitely bathe some like rose quartz. Yes. A lot of people do like jade rollers and rose quartz rollers yes. on their face. And yeah. that's, 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 that's a crystal, crystal healing. Yeah. yeah. And that you can totally put out under the moon. Like if you have, if you're doing that anyway, yeah. like yeah. So, well, this has been really fun. I like talking about Me crystals. Too. <laughs> okay, friends, that's a perfect place to wrap up today's conversation on crystals and woo. Let us know what's your crystal personality? What rituals or practices do you have with your crystals? Yes. Connect with us on Instagram at that's pretty woo or email us at hello at that's pretty woo.com. We'll be back again next Tuesday for an episode all about love just in time for Valentine's day. 
Thank you, friends, for listening. Please connect with us at thatsprettywoo.com and on Instagram at thatsprettywoo. Make sure you subscribe to catch next week's episode and share our pod with anyone you know who's into stuff. That's Pretty Woo. woo.